Hey guys, good morning. I am so excited to bring you a super special Wednesday edition. Um, I look forward to these days when I get to spend time in the studio and just talk to, to heroes that I've met in France and just people that inspire me, guys. And today's is a big music day. I've got a lot of sports content for you, but you know, Dane and I, when we began this show back in the day, we love, love, love musicians. We love drummers. And there's a uh, there's a drummer I've been following for a very, very long time. Um, you know, made his, made his kind of really his uh, mark with Lewis Price, his work with Stacey of Sin Shake San and others. Uh, Johannes Greer is just, I'm talking one of the best in the business. A musician's musician. Um, I like to talk about musicians that are known in the world of musicians. Um, you're not going to find a better, active, more kind, humble, and just gracious human being than Johannes. So I'm going to get right down, down into it and bring on my friend. Hey, man, how you doing today? What's going on, buddy? How you doing today? It's I'm awesome, man. Like I said, these bucket list things for me. I know we've communicated many times, but getting to actually interview you and just talk about you and your your legendary, um, so far your legendary uh, body of work is awesome, man. So yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm honored, bro. Like I, I'm happy anybody's even interested to hear anything about me. Oh Jesus. man, <laughs> oh, we we love you, man. So I, I'm curious, man. I know you guys just got back from uh, you know. Some, the to, today show a couple weeks ago is that right i saw that uh, fox fox and friends that's right that's right man how was that yes, man? was that crazy dude yeah that was uh insane like i you know i've been doing this for a minute but uh and i've like done the voice and stuff like that but like that was a uh that's an intense three and a half minutes <laughs> right right <laughs> it's pretty I got intense. You, man. yeah like I, I you know i'm i'm usually pretty cool with that kind of stuff but as soon as they like started filming all of a sudden it was like oh this is weird okay all right this is different <laughs> you know cool cool so, experience man and but well deserved man you deserve every bit of that man you're a hard worker yeah. and i'm just glad you got to do it man so no, I, well, I appreciate it man, man so some questions throughout the years i'm gonna jump into this first one obviously before yeah. making kind of your cutting your teeth if you will with lewis i've been doing that for a while stacy from sin shake love love both of the 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 presences you bring to the bands but i know there's got to be some some garage band days or maybe some early days when did you first start playing and who like was it a local band or when did you first start playing in your life you know so i uh went to school for dentistry uh i didn't start playing drum set i sat behind drum set for the first time at 20 years old uh and so i taught myself to play i brought uh uh what's it uh calling the shape by the food fighters and Undertainment and dreaming uh, by Dave Matthews, and I got those two records, and I bought an electronic kit and set it beside my bed and practiced those two records from top to bottom uh, for a year and started touring. I did marching drums before that, uh, like starting like my sophomore year in high school. And uh, I went to Father Ryan here in Nashville. We're like ranked number seven in the world back in the day, yeah. and I did some indoor drumline stuff, which was high rank. So I had some okay hands or whatever, but like drum sets, a whole different world, man. So I did that and uh, I started touring the next year and uh, I was in a band called Mink here in Nashville. And uh, then I transitioned to a band called Legion uh, that uh, got a record deal who was produced by uh, Greg Ladani uh, that did uh, Toto, Jackson Brown, Don Henley, uh, worked with Kip Winger, a uh, bunch, wow. bunch of, we did, uh, we toured with like Saliva, Seven Dust, Crossfade. Uh, we were on the, we played with Bell Revolver. We did some, uh, SP, SP, uh, STP reunion dates, yeah. uh, bunch, bunch of, you know, a bunch of stuff back then, uh, you know, during that active rock period. So I did that was, that was kind of my big rock hurrah. I got you. you know? yeah. So I got to, you know, got to, got the 
catch the tail end of real rock touring and stuff with those bands and stuff. And then uh, I, I played uh, in High Action Cop, that uh, that Fear for the Flavor band. Oh, yeah. Did yeah, that. man. I was Love in that them, band yeah. for a bit. Uh, I was I played with Tantric for a bit. Uh, I was uh, Sam Hunt's first drummer. Uh, I, I played that. with uh, Bubba Sparks, rapper. I played with him for a while. Uh, played percussion for uh, Debbie Gibson. Uh well-rounded so, man just all over yeah. the world man that's awesome dude yeah, yeah. dude I, I like I, I i get bored easy i guess so like <laughs> i like i like to have like different genres you know i, I don't really just stay in one thing i, I usually so have cool. something that looks like the forefront and i'm doing a hundred other things underneath it man dude and that's why i said man because i knew about bubba i didn't know about debbie that's really cool but that's like like i said you're a musician musician man people know you across uh, and that's uh, to me in my opinion not only do your fans love you, but when like musicians are fans of you, that's what, in my opinion, it's like another level. Like, okay, there's like bachelor's degree, then there's like master's, right? Like people know you as a drummer and it, that's right. awesome. You know? That's cool, well, man. Which, that, like, I, I appreciate that because I, like, I'm not, I don't consider myself a drummer's drummer. Like, honestly, like I, I, uh, like I said, I did marching percussion. So like I, we, some pretty high ranked programs. So like, I have a lot of respect for actual drum set drummers you know what i mean the, guy, <laughs> the guys that you know do all these polyrhythms and you know crazy stuff like i i i got nothing man i just i just bought some cds and you know taught myself along the way and you know smoking mirrors my way through it <laughs> you know it has like it's funny man because i know i saw i love your rolling hat my first actual set my dad got me when we did our first album he dropped he got a loan dropped like five grand in a rolling b session because he's like be quiet we had our own little studio i'm curious yeah. and i cut my and i would practice 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 in this old carlton pearson gospel album that's what i cut my teeth on so oh, i'm wow. curious man when you when you started playing like your first baby like everybody remembers their first baby what was your first real set man uh that you, that you yeah. had so I I went and bought my kit at uh, Tuscaloosa Music on Nolensville Road in Nashville at 20 years old, and it was a, uh, a CB uh, percussion. Uh, okay, uh, it was just a straight up CB percussion kit, and uh, like I think I put it on like financed it for like 800 bucks for that, and like two cymbals and you know whatever, and and yeah. took it to my buddy's house and start like I literally just set up the kit at, at band practice and taught myself to play at band practice. I love it, you dude. Know, and that, so, yeah, at, at twenty eight hundred bucks is a big deal. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> oh, back then, so, yeah, I mean, was, right. That was, that was a while ago. I'm no spring chicken, you know. He's, That's like, awesome. Man. That was a bit ago. When my man. mom passed, I cleaned out her uh, storage area and in her apartment, and she had hidden it and kept that thing. So, like, I I restored it, and I still have that kit now. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I, I think yeah, about it, uh, man, dude. Yeah, that that's a R.I.P. to mom. I hope. Uh, you get some healing in that but as you look oh, yeah. at um uh, over the years man i know you've probably done as you said from so many different genres and again that's what's so cool about being eclectic like you are is you, you can play anywhere anytime i know it's probably hard to say one or two i know musicians these days talk a lot about things like red rocks and coachella and even now download fest and you know grass pop is there maybe mm -hmm. a, a concert or something you've done one or two that stuck out to you as being like you can't really rank them all but maybe one or two that's like stuck out in your memory over the years of playing that you've loved uh uh well we when we uh, when Stone Temple Pilots re, uh, reunited with Scott Wild on that first inaugural tour we played like I think like the first actual tour date with them at a festival oh, wow. where I got to open open up for them so that one I would say like I remember like they came he came out and I was just like wow <laughs> man this this is unreal and then like halfway between the first and second song he went into you know 
Yeah, it's got, it's got it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, well, that's cool for a second. But like, you know, right. But you know, that was that was one of those moments like that. And uh, let's see, uh, Speed Street. I played Speed Street in uh, Charlotte with uh, with Chevelle back back in the day when they were like really hot. It was like a hundred thousand people out there. It's like people as far as you could see, like all the way down you know, street, like through the city and everything, you couldn't see the end of the people. And I, I remember I was like pretty much foaming at the mouth. I was so pumped up while I was playing. <laughs> that's awesome, yeah. dude. So, what a good one, man. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. I love me and Kimball are buddies from Chevelle. He knows you and says hi. So uh, it's oh, awesome, that's dude. Awesome, so man. Uh, that's yeah. cool, dude. Yeah, but just those memories, you know, because I've had different ones. Uh, I had a buddy, Mikey from Islander, come on and said, man, everybody's got like a different show that stood out to them. And he said, you know, it's just cool to hear what people say, like what stood out to you, man. I oh, know. Did that, you know uh, what though? One, I got one for you actually. Now yeah. that you say that though, is I I played uh, uh, when we took over the Ken Hart Airfield uh, during Enduring Freedom. I played the first supper that the soldiers got uh, after we oh, took over the cool. Ken Hart Airfield. I played the Super Supper, and in my band Mink, and we were the first band to play on Afghani soil, and we played the first meal that they had since they had been on MREs for like eight months. And oh, wow. was, we played the Super Supper. So, like, we played on the back of a truck bed in the middle of this, like, of the Canada Airfield or whatever. And everybody's in full battle gear. You know, I mean, it's still, like, there's still snipers up on the mountain and stuff. And, like, the guys are crowd surfing with, like, full, with M16s on, and, you know. Wow. Helmets. Yeah. yeah. So, that. Yeah. What a memorable event, man. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That was, that was one. Yeah, that that and like, it's cool. Like I know the soldiers love that. We we thankful for what they do, and to be able to go there and what an honor that they ask you to come play. What what an honor, man. You know that's cool. Oh, uh, so. dude, I love I love that stuff. I was in Bahrain on nine eleven. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So okay. I, I did five and I did five of uh, military tours. Uh, I went back and volunteered to go. Well, we volunteered to go to Kandahar and downrange after we got stuck in Bahrain for a month because that was the first nine uh, eleven was the first tour date of that that tour. And so wow. they li literally, uh, I was sitting up, it was four o'clock in the afternoon and all of a sudden an alarm went off and a screen came up out of the ground and I saw the second plane hit. And that's how I found out what was going on. They just took us back to a hotel and dropped us off and we'll let you know when we can get you out. And two weeks later, someone showed up and said, you got 10 minutes to be downstairs. Wow, man. Wow. <laughs> what, 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 what stories in history, man? I'm just like, it's, it's again, just to be a part of this I just, I could, I can't speak to us on that, man. I think about um, influences too. And like, I, I mean it when I say this, cause I've watched so many of your live footages. I love watching your demos that you do. And I love it when you instruct and you give back and we get to see little pieces of your brand of how you work. Um, again, it was cool again, seeing you on, on the morning shows too, but there's gotta be, um, like I said, I, I influences on me. There's gotta be a drummer or two. That's like been your muse. Has there been anybody you point to like that you look at as being, that's your muse as a drummer, you know? Yeah. My, my, uh, I, like pinpointed my style comes from three guys uh taylor hawkins from Foo fighters yep. uh for aggression that, that was uh my first like i said color and shape i learned that i mean that was dave Grohl mostly but like i i fell in love with taylor hawkins when he was playing with alanis morissette mm -hmm. on the happy little pill tour so like yeah. the guy was rocking a, a jam block like it was a, a ride symbol like and i was like okay i love that guy like just for that yeah. and then uh morgan rose from seven dust Yep, uh, yep. That's my, my other one from Great showmanship, dude. intensity. Yeah. I'm, I mean, amazing human being. You know, those guys like family, good, really good guys. I've known them for a long time. And then uh, uh, Carter Beaufort for the technicality. So that, that kind of 
covered my marching drum. I mean, he's, he wasn't a marching drummer, but like that helped to make the transition from marching drumming to drum set for me. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I can I can definitely see uh, you know it, when you look at your well-rounded craft, and it's true. You can't, you can't get more aggressive RIP to Taylor. That was a whole different thing to be able to take Alanis, which I love her music and make that aggressive. That that's something you know what I mean, dude. I mean, he's like yeah. on a jam block, and the thing's shaking like it was like yeah. just begging for forgiveness. And I was like, I I, that, that made that's what made me fall in love with the guy. You know, yeah, I love it. Well, I, I'm glad to see, like I said, man, the influences that now again I, I keep I kind of circle back to this, but you're now pushing that influence onto others, and it's really cool to see. Uh, I just again, I all of y'all like I don't want to keep keep just mincing words but when you guys get a chance look at his pages he has a lot of good things to say and he's really really big on giving back and i love that about you that you're always trying to get back to the next generation and just leave it better than you found it i think you're a great dad by the way as well uh, it helps me like when i'm like okay watch the many things you do with your kid like it's it's good to see you take this and you're a role model i love that about you man so the next part when you look into what's next man um Obviously, you're always on the move. You're always on the go. I know, again, Lewis kind of being your main mainstay, if you will, and then Stacey and Sanchez. What's the next 12 months looking like for you? As in, uh, I'm sure it's busy. What's it looking like for you? Man, I mean, uh, like like you said, Lewis, he's got a new record coming out right now. So uh, that, that's about to be the, the heavy push. So I'm anticipating being really busy with that, which is exciting. I've, I've been with him for 12, 13 years now. So it's like, it's it's cool to be a part of something that's budding from the very very beginning you know that's that's kind of more my bag i'm not really a like a jump on bandwagoner yeah. kind of guy i like i like actually being a part of something you know i mean yeah. actually you know not just it's not just about my, i mean we all got to eat and everything but like right. i don't like just to play just mindless stuff man you know so pretty much that and uh i mean yeah pretty much that that's that's, that's pretty cool. much what i'm focusing on right now and uh just you know spending time i can with my kid and yeah, you know, being being home a little bit for a change, you know, like that's nice, just man. Really yeah, just touring with just really majorly Lewis is the, the main touring thing, and and doing Broadway and being home a little bit more with my daughter. You know, that's awesome. So, do you do? Uh, I know a lot of artists because we uh, our buddy Dango from Scott Stapp. He says when he's off the road, yeah. he does a lot of uh, a lot of like session drumming. Do you do that too for people mm -hmm. while you're in town? I, I do. Yep. Yep, okay. Do it cool. all, man. Session, session, Broadway. You know what? Love it. Whatever. Dang, Dango's amazing, by the way. I yeah. Mean, he's got that. Uh, he had the, the amazing home studio. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. dude. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Love so it, man. Cool. Well, there's a. Uh, again, I can't wait to hear the new stuff. I know I, I fall bits and pieces, so I'm sure it's going to be great. There's a little segment, man. I promise you, in all the media that you've done, I want to bet. Yeah, I'm going to bet very, very hardcore on this. You've never had a segment like this. We do a little segment every episode that's called uh, Rapid Fire. Now, what this is, when Dane and I are both here, he's calling a game right now. So we usually bet on – we're going to give you some questions that our fans give us. Now, it's PG, but we're about to get weird. We're going to get okay. weird. Okay. Okay. I'm What you have to do is you've got to give an answer, and we bet on what we think you're going to say based off of peeling back your personality and what we think you're going to say. It's pretty fun. Okay. Oh, so, um, so it's all. <laughs> all good, man. There's, there's no wrong answer. It's just Dane already has this pick, so I'll let you know what he says afterwards. But these five <laughs> things you got, you got to pick your answer. Okay. Um, right. Now, obviously, a lot of music stuff. So, first one, um, you're called up, you're off the road, you got a week off, and all of a sudden, these two uh, celebrity drummers call you up and say, "Hey, we need your help uh, being our co-host in an auction." We're auctioning off Beanie Babies, all right? So your co-host for this auction is either Phil Phil Collins 
or Neil Peart, and you get to hang out with them for the day, both great drummers, and you're the co-auctioneer for this Beanie Babies event, who's going to be your co-host? Bill Collins. Oh, yes, I had you. Dane had Neil, so I got you, Dane. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I just, I just knew it, man. I knew it. Just from the showmanship and the thing, I just knew it, man. So. Yeah, yeah, Phil Collins for sure. Neil intimidates the mess out of me. I, I, that's a whole other, <laughs> like, again, I started at 20, so that's a whole other side of the brain that I haven't tapped into yet. I got you. <laughs> I love it. So so next question, um, they're making some remakes, and I know your style is, I love, I love your style. Like, you have this cool, like, almost steampunk, but also rock, but almost Western way that you dress. And I, I just absolutely love the way you dress. So they're, they're, they're calling you up and you're gonna be a part of two movie franchise remakes. You're gonna be a part of it, okay? Um, so they're doing um, the remake of Magnificent Seven, which is Western stuff. And you got kind of a little bit of that theme going where we can be a part of the next uh, iteration of Westworld. So you can be a part of Magnificent Seven or Westworld, which is kind of like an HBO, like sci-fi Western thing. Which series would you like to be a part of? I'm uh, pretty sure the first one. Got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Westworld's cool, man. Check it out. It's a pretty cool oh. thing, though. If you don't get to watch it, uh, man. It's, I, it's I don't cool. ever watch. I never watch TV. It's, it's, it's the craziest thing, dude. I haven't. Wa- I, I don't ever get to watch TV. I never have. It's the strangest thing. I get you, man. Ima- imagine uh, if uh, a western was made in like 2500 uh, okay. in the future. That's what it is. A western with technology is what it is. Okay. So, got right. you. I can get down with that. I can get down with that. It's legit, man. Ne- next one. So this one will be fun for you. So there's also, going back to the celebrity thing, uh, they're doing a charity event. Um, we're going to say we're uh, making raising some money for the pandas or something. We're doing something like that. And you get, po- you, you get called up to be a part of this celebrity grill off. You got to grill off. Um, hot dogs against one of these two people it's like whoever makes the best i don't know hot dog wins and your competition is either you can grill against brad paisley or lenny kravitz who are you going to grill off again you know both I, grilling and all that got you man so i, I had lenny again because i just I think there's a, a a cool style that you guys both uh, resonate, and so I had you on Lenny. Last two of these, man. So this this will this will make you kind of think a little bit. So um, I know uh, eclectic music, like you talk about the broad range and all that. We're gonna take you back into the '70s. You're at, at your age now. You're established or who you are. And we're gonna take you back into the '70s. You get to actually play a whole tour for one of these two legendary lady singers. You can back up Karen Carpenter or Stevie Nicks. Who you want to go and be a part of? Steven X. Let's go. I'm killing it, dude. Dang it. Yeah. Carpenter. I'm killing it. I, I've got you right yeah. four for four. Four, sure. Yeah, yo, that's too much soul, man. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Last last rapid question. Um, now, again, I know from from your uh, from your heroes that this this guy, now you got to pick which band, though. So, obviously, you, you, your love for Dave Grohl and all that and yeah. Taylor and all that. You're asked, going back to 1996, we're going back to the Unplugged days. And they're both still active. They say, hey, we need you to be our, our drummer for the unplugged set of either A, Nirvana set list or Foo Fighters set list. Which one are you going with? Oh, oh, <laughs> man. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> yeah. It's like choosing between uh, kids, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 and that, I thought I had a quick answer for that one. And then like, I really started thinking about it. I was like, ah, uh, what? I mean, I knew they'd get you, man. Uh, I would. Man, I would tell that's you, tough. That's tough. I would do like. 
I guess it's I'm gonna a crazy one. I, I gotta go Foo Fighters. I guess. Yep. I gotta. Yep. Yeah, I have to go Foo Fighters. I mean, like, man, like, so, yeah. like, the, the the thing that made me really want to play drum set was uh, Pearl Jam's Unplugged with David yeah. Rusey, like, and he played "Stay to Love and Trust," dude, and that song with blast uh, sticks or whatever, like, made me fall in love with drum set, like that. Yeah. It, with the intensity of drum set, so like, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, ah, man, Nirvana, like. Man, that that's some cool unplugged stuff, man. Because of that, but like, yeah, Foo Fighters. I got you, man. <laughs> I had I had that too. I love them both. I think it's one, man. And this and these rapid questions, it's just kind of shedding a little bit of a different look at your personality of what you know your styles and all that. So thanks for being a good sport. Hopefully, an interview has passed. Yeah, man, something like that. So yeah, man, that's really cool, dude. <laughs> awesome, man. Very awesome. thought provoking. So, love it, love it. So the last segment, man, because uh, again, uh, um. We do a little segment that's called Open Mic. So what this is, um, obviously from watching you, the influence you've left on us and how you just went out there and done it and just never looked back and chased your dreams and become this role model for us to look at. If you were to go back and maybe give your beginning self some advice or maybe some kids that want to be you one day, what's a piece of advice that you, you give someone out there that wants to be you, you know? Man, like, honestly, like, I, <laughs> I just, you get, you have one life. That, that's my thing. I, uh, like I said, I went to school for dentistry. Uh, I had straight A's, uh, or I was accepted to dental school. I had a half a semester left, uh, to, before I went to, to dental school and I'd get my BS and my DDS at the same time at the end of my junior year of college. And a percussion uh, speaker came to Tennessee state where I was at school. And I went, I went and watched him that evening and it inspired me. And by the end of that, uh, night, I went and changed my name, my major, and uh to music and never looked back uh science was came easy to me um sorry about that uh science no, came good. easy to me and like i didn't have to study i had trades my mom was the assistant to the dean at my harry uh dental school my godfather was a dentist i had like he's gonna sign his practice over to me I, I mean literally everything laid out man and like the guy inspired me and i went that night changed my major in music my mom's like like, really? I'm like, well, you pulled me off the fo football team and forced me into band. So here's what you get. Like, so, yeah. so, Love it, so man. anyway, the, the moral of the story is you get one life, man. So, you know, don't look back, no regrets. And just, you know, it's never too late to go after whatever you want to do. No, that, nobody That's makes awesome, the rules but you. You know, man, that, uh, I, you said like five things I got to make bumper stickers out of, man. I'm making these things that you just said. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to hashtag those because it's true. You know, one life and nobody lives a life but you. And I love that about you, man. And I, yeah. I love watching you just just enjoy every day, man. It's cool. And again, I, I, I'm not just – I go back to whether you're on the road or hanging with your kid. I see you embrace each day like, man, I got 24 hours, so now I'm going to make the most of it. And I that's, love that about you, man. That's um, literally how I live my life, man. I appreciate that. You're, you're one of the – and again, much love to all the drummers I know. You're one of the few drummers I know that has a schedule where you're up and at it early and taking advantage of the day, you know? <laughs> so I love that's that. That's now. That. That's that's yeah. now because I'm old, bro. Like that. <laughs> you know, no, back old. in the day, huh? <laughs> no, not so much. I, I, mean, I got I, you. I, I've always been a night first. I mean, I still am, but now it's weird. You get old and all of a sudden I'm like, I'm up till four and I'm up at eight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, man, I think that's some great advice. Like we tell our athletes, whether it's, you know, athletes in MLB, you know, baseball, softball, or the musicians we talk to, um, it's just nice to know that 
that even though you have had great success and a role model like you are, um, you're a person like us and it gives us hope. Those that want to be out there and chasing their dreams, that's why we do this is to let them know they can do it too. So, man, I uh, appreciate you painting that wonderful story, man. It's awesome. Oh, man. Uh, well, and I, you know, I'm going to tell you the, the reason that I am that way is because my uncle was uh, Chuck Merriweather, uh, who's okay. the second, second American League, uh, uh, American League black umpire in history. And so that was the, the I'm one of, that's the only older male in my family, all women of all females. So I was raised by five single black women and I was the only child and that's the only older male than me. So that's the only role model that I had, you know what I mean? So if, I mean, if that's what I had to follow, I mean, it's like, wait, <laughs> what that's standard awesome, do man. you have to follow? You know, it's like that, that, that's the only other person you got to follow. You, that's, you got some shoes to fill, you know? That's fantastic, man. I didn't know that. That's so cool, man. So yeah, I mean, I, I looked at it that way. I mean, he called the World Series three times. You know, it's like if, wow. if that's just normality, then like, okay, well, I guess I need to get to work. Greatness <laughs> is normal, right? Yeah, greatness is, is expected. I got you. Yeah, yeah. that's cool, man. Well, what, what a what a man. I just I hope you know this as I as I, I land this plane, uh, man. We we love you, and I mean to say, I feel like I made old friends. It's time to talk to you. Um, please let it be known, man, that this is the first of many as we continue to evolve the show. Maybe we can catch up again after the tour. Maybe when the new album drops and yeah, make a brand man. new in the future, we, we'd love to do it again. Okay. Yeah, so. let, let me get uh, Stacy and I on here together. Yeah, Stacy, <laughs> we, we're working that out. Stacy, we had a little bit of an audio issue. I had Stacy on a while back, and we had a transformer blow. So I was like, Stacy, I won't put that out until I get it cleaned up. Uh, so we're gonna redo well, we it. Some, and maybe we've got some new music coming out with him too, man. So it's pretty exciting. We have we have a new video. I forgot to say that we have a new video yeah. out. Uh, uh, Congratulations, you're in a cult. It's uh, is out on radio right now uh, to yeah. mate rock radio and everything. So that, that that's going well too, man. We may have to bring you guys back on as a, as a, like a tag team, man, and we'll do another episode with you. Okay, so oh, sounds great. Well, man, say, uh, Yon, again, thank you. I mean it from the bottom of my heart, man. I love watching you. That won't change. I continue to just be inspired by you. So I'll give you some time back in your day, but we will get you back to your day, and uh, we'll get this out to the world very soon. And uh, let's keep in touch and do it again sometime soon. Okay. For sure, man. I'm I'm honored and I appreciate you having me on. Of course, man. We'll be in touch. Much love, okay? Take yes, care, sir. Man. Congratulations with everything. Thanks, man. Have a good one. You guys, yeah, so you that's uh, I'm telling you, what a what a great guy. I just absolutely love everything about him. There's no way to ever uh to to gear up for meeting your heroes, but when you meet someone like that who's just even cooler than than the legend, and I don't know, I just I'm speechless. I don't get speeches very often, but that was fun. Um, thank you again for doing that, for stopping by, making time. Um, that's the first of many, hopefully, times we'll interview that amazing legend. So I'm gonna just stop right there before I mess up to any because I'm so hyped up right now. Uh, I've got a couple more. I've got Anna stopping by from She Strength. We've got a coach Trevino stopping by, and lots of music this weekend. So don't forget, as always, that we love you. And as Dane would say, thank you for listening. Uh